What a Do Fly crew, you already know who it is because you click this podcast. Duh, bitches, it's Tony. And it's time for another episode of Tea Time with Tony. Slippity slurp slurp, bitches, okay? I'm super excited for this episode because I have a special guest, my forever roommate, my homosexual friend, Eli. Hello, how's it going? It's going swell. It's, you know what I'm never going to say it's going swell. It's just going, you know, I'm taking... Like, day by day, and, you know, I'm doing what the fuck I gotta do to make sure I don't fall into the water. How is it going with you? It's going, just living life through quarantine, making the best of it. Okay, Toby, amen to that, hunty. All right, today I am sipping on some Moscato because it's Saturday, and why not drink wine on a Saturday? Like, I do have a job, and I do have shit to do, but, like... That's not going to stop me from drinking wine, right? Right. So, yes, I'm drinking wine, Moscato. Eli, what are you drinking? A little Moscato, but who knows where this conversation may lead me to. Mm. We are sipping on wine tonight, honey, and we are going to get into this chat, okay, honey? So, like I said, Eli is a homosexual, and today we'll be going over his coming out journey and the struggles he faced. And that the struggles that he is still facing today in this white, cis, hetero-dominated world that we live in, okay? I hope y'all are ready to kiki and sip on some tea, honey. Grab your drink. Grab you a snack. Sit back and relax and listen up, honey. Okay, so me and Eli met. In college, at CSUN, at a summer program, and one day, when it was almost time to move in, I felt like my, my gaydar was like, oh, he's gay or whatever, and I was like, we were talking one day, he was like, oh, I'm moving into this building on this floor, and I was like, interesting, I'm moving in on that building on a different floor, but I already have a roommate. He was like, I don't have a roommate, and I was like, you know what, I'd rather going to a roommate with this black gay boy that I already know and instead of trying to risk it and go into some stranger's room and be roommates with a stranger. So, I mean, even though, even though he was a stranger, because I didn't even know his name, called a roommate for a cool... Which is sad, because <laughs> I cool, knew your name. A cool minute I called him roommate. Cause I, I'm not good with names. Like, I'm terrible with names. Very terrible with names. But, but yeah. Um, while you're talking about how we met, let's talk about a couple of weeks before that, when you just walked into my room out the blue. My door was broke. It didn't lock. So you could just walk in. He just walked into my room. I was standing in the living room. He looked at me. And he said, what you got to eat in here? And he walked into my refrigerator freezer, grabbed some food, <laughs> said his name, and left. Then I didn't see him again until the roommate conversation happened. I do have a boundaries issue. I have since then worked on it. That was like, what, four years ago. I have since then worked on my boundary issues. But we already had a connection, black on black, all right? Because anybody else, I probably would have cussed them (laughs) out. Like, what the fuck are you doing in here? The double connection to homo on homo. So it was just like... We're already friends. I don't even need to say nothing to you. I'm just going to come up to here and grab me something to eat and get the fuck on. 
It's a dog eat dog world out here. I got to make sure I eat. And as another, if I see another black student that needs some help, I'm gonna help out. Hello, come on now. Can I get a motherfucking come on for the motherfucking helping hand? Come on, helping hand. Like, so we were roommates. Went into the motherfucking freshman year, first year of college, and we was roommates. Jesus, that was a tough time. It was a very tough time. Especially, like, ooh, just college in general. Like, college is one thing, but being gay in college, that's mm. a whole nother thing. Being like, black and gay in college? Child. Especially because I, I was someone who knew what I liked, who I was when I came in, versus the ones who experiment and stuff during college so I felt a little trapped themselves. into a little people who tra- were trying to figure themselves out so it was like navigating that it's just it's a lot right you did a brought a good question up there not a good question but a good segue into a question because you know I'm an interviewer or whatever because like I ain't going to school for journalism because I'm already a journalist at heart period poop okay, I deserve to be on the motherfucking ABC 7 News or whatever but you talked about you came into college already knowing what you voted, who you liked, or whatever. When did you figure that out? If not before high school, high school. I don't want to give away what high school I went to, but I went to an all-boy high school. Mm. So in those just four years... all around. It was just swimming a pool of dick. I wouldn't say that, but there was definitely some options. A lot of options. A lot of options. It was just like, so that whole four years figuring out myself there, actually like, I wouldn't say me and somebody dated. We were in an entanglement. Mm. I'm going to sip on the entanglement. It was just like, I already knew like, yeah, I like this. This is what I like. And yeah. So going to college, it was like, I met a lot of people who, a lot of guys who weren't like, they didn't know what they were. They didn't know if they really liked boys or if this was just experiments. So I kind of was a couple of the experiments in, like Lilo and Stitch, you know, something like that. Confusion. Experiment 626. It was just, it was a lot. But, you know, me knowing myself helped it out because it's a lot of people who would have got lost in that and just kept going. I'm like, mm, no, nah, I'm sorry. I don't want to be your experiment today. So when did you uh when did you actually come out? Oh, after my first year of college. I feel like my whole ideology has always been if you ever want to know, ask me. Don't just talk about me to other mm-hmm. people. Okay, I feel just that one snap. Come and ask me. me, like my mom had always asked me, but once I turned eighteen I had to sing like when she asks me again now that I'm eighteen, I'm gonna tell her and whatever happens, happens. So I'm home from college my first year, and literally, she we're talking about one of my high school friends. She looks at me, and she says, well, are you gay? Mm. <clears throat> well, I got to take a sip on that, because... Uh, Everybody take a sip break. So she says, and I'm like, I'm stuck for a second, like, oh, fuck, I said this, but do I really want to do this right now? And I looked, and I didn't say anything. I just shook my head, yeah. And it was like a big fucking relief. Like I felt like I could breathe again. Like mm-hmm. so I was like, whoo. But then it was like, 
she's a black Christian lady. Let's just say that. So it it, it caught her off guard. She she cried a little bit. She but she didn't say nothing bad. Mm. She said she accepts me. Da 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 da. She loves me. Nothing less. But it it still it threw her off guard. I mean, I think for every parent here and their child is gay. I think even if I don't think any yeah, I don't think any off. parent is gonna be like ready for that. And I think being a gay person coming out to a parent, I think we need to be prepared for that. I think we yeah. should accept that. Like you know, this is something. Or you know what? Fuck that. Actually, hold up. I don't know where I stand. I mean, I you know, I get what you're saying about like they have to under. You know, it's a big, it's a big thing. You know, this is not something that is socially accepted. So you know, especially my parent. My mom was born in 1968, so that's real old school. Like, so it's so old school. Like. You know, they didn't do that stuff. They didn't right. believe in none of this. They they would get parents to put them out, all even worse mm-hmm. things. So I feel like that's why I gave her a pass at, which is why I haven't told other people in my family because it's like, I'm not ready for certain conversations or certain, you know, like, issues because I'm going to cut some motherfucker out. Like, I'm, I'm just... I, I hear you. I for sure cut some other Because it's out. not, I'm, I'm the whole thing is like, it's none of your business. But Period. if you ever want to no, know. Period. It's none of your business. But if you ever want to know, just ask me. Don't talk about me within the family. Like, I don't like that. Try it. That's what most of my family does. They talk and then they throw little subliminals. But guess what? The one important person who needed to know knows. Period. I feel like your parent person. needs to know. And other than that, nobody else really needs to know. Period. Like, that's just my opinion. Business. Like, if she tell my mom asked me, she said, Do you want me to tell the family? Do you not want me to tell the family? And I said, No, don't tell them. Like, they always talking shit. If you want to know, come ask me. Right. Pull up. And be ready just in case you say some shit that's gonna motherfucking upset me. Be ready to get popped in your motherfucking mouth because we're all motherfucking adults at this point. So I'll motherfucking pick and pop that mouth and real then I'm quick. At the age where. I'm cool with not being, like, we don't have to fuck with each other. Right, I don't have to like you. Because guess what? <laughs> Block, one less thing to buy for Christmas, one less text to send out for Thanksgiving. Period. One less birthday present, birthday party to go to, and I'm okay. Hello. But, you know, it's the whole thing, especially, like, I know for sure being black and gay. I don't know about anybody, but being black and gay is, like, a hard thing, especially, mm-hmm. like, being black, gay, and being born in the hood. Like, it's my whole life. Oh, child. It's been like a struggle. One big pile of struggle. Like, I grew up like, oh, you need to act like a boy. Which, in my mind, I'm like, I am a boy, but I just. Right. I ain't one of the motherfucking boys who just want to be motherfucking roughed up, bitch. I'm a motherfucking pretty boy. Right, bitch, don't touch me. Like, they used to play rough and shit. And, like, sometimes I would play rough. You know, sometimes, yes, you know, I can play rough. I want to play rough, but I don't want to play rough every day. After I'm done playing rough, I want to motherfucking make sure my hair is in place, make sure my outfit is cool, make sure And then I want to go watch Goddamn Hannah Montana afterwards. I don't want to watch. Period. I I want the best of both worlds. I don't want to watch G.I. Joe and. Captain America and Ben 10 and all that shit. That, that shit is stupid. I need to see what Raven was shit. doing because Raven was having the niggas. Hello, the drama. I'm not here for the motherfucking fighting. I'm here for the drama. Right. Like, drama. Like, Bad Girls Club. When I was watching reality TV at 10. Hello. Watching Basketball Wives and Atlanta Housewives. I was, I was watching all the that. Kardashians in motherfucking elementary school. Same. Shit. 
that shit is just it's too much you know I feel like growing up and being gay and black that's one of the hardest things ever I feel like black and Latino like it's so hard like I had a friend in high school whose mom told him like I'd rather have a dead son than a gay son and I was like I just couldn't imagine like me as a human doing that to another human and then if I was somebody to be somebody's parent I couldn't imagine the person who I helped birth tell them that because they want to suck a little dick or eat a little pussy. Right. Like, child, get get your life. It ain't you. It, it may take time to accept them, but you have to accept your child. Right. You have to. Like, because you sign up to be a parent, which means it's you like when you get married, pussy. but thick or thin, sickness and in health, you have to be there for your child. And if you're not, then what did you have a baby for if you weren't ready for the you know, commitment. And to be honest, a lot of these parents then did some questionable things themselves back in the day. Speak on. Why they want to talk about their child being gay or straight? Ma'am, you used to smoke crack. Ooh. Or sir, you used to you sucked the dick before. Don't, oh. don't act like that. Come on now. You Everybody, know when you did your couple of months and years yeah. in prison, you know you got your booty tickled a little bit. Right. I ain't so gonna tell nobody. So you know, don't act like that. You know. But I feel like another thing, though, that gets them is the fear of it. Because I know my mom tells mm-hmm. me, about, oh, I'm scared for you when you go outside and stuff. But I'm like, you know, that can't be like. I understand that. Because my mom, she still she still fears like, oh, somebody's going to do something to you. I'm like, no. I mean, but it if might they be the do, other way around shit. And if they do, guess what? I'm ready to be smashed. Right. And if I don't make it, I'm, I, went down without a, I went down with a fight. Right. Know that. Know that a bitch is not. Ma, if you listening, no, I ain't going down without a fight, all right? I'm a fight. I, I'm a, I ain't going down without a fight, and I ain't going down without this shit being recorded. I'm throwing mm. on the camera, and if we, the camera get phone thrown around or whatever, y'all, I'm trying to get y'all at least a visual. To see what my last moments was like. Right, see a bad bitch going out, because I'm be motherfucking going out, bitch. God forbid. Yes, God forbid. But, but I'm just saying, if, say, if, if the circumstances to, come to a bitch, I'm reading motherfucking uppercut, low cut, hit a gut, kick somebody in the nuts. Right. They say go for the eyeballs. I'm up. Plunge your eyeballs out. I carries me a couple of concealed weapons that I ain't gonna describe and uh, motherfucking talk about. But I carries me a concealed weapons, so I'm ready to motherfucking get a bitch. But child, first of all, ooh. Good one. First of all, dating in the gay community. Chai, yo. Where do you want me to start? Girl, where do you even start? Do you start on Grindr? Do you start at the bar? Where do you start? Do you start at the motherfucking Let me tell you card about mine. behind the mine motherfucking started at school. Because, like I said, I went to an all-boys school. I ain't going to drop no names because some people may be listening somewhere, but it was, I had another friend who was gay and we, like, we would see so many, like, after 8 o'clock, we always said, after 8 o'clock is when they came out. The so, freaks come out at night. You would get, like, a DM on, I would get, like, a DM night. on Instagram or a Snapchat. Oh, Snapchat was big at this time. You can say what you want and it's gone. Mm. So, I would get, like, a Snapchat or, like, hey, what you doing? You know me, nothing, watching TV. Nothing. What you doing? <laughs> oh, my mama's sleeping. And then they'll say something like, you know, I'll be like, mm, okay. So then I'll be like, oh, I know where this is going. Let me set my little trap. Let, let me, me plant the seed of deception. And let me tell you what I did. 
21 questions was the nigga's best friend in high school. Mm, Let me mm. ask a couple questions. I will start off with a little, like, a little, like, what kind of underwear you like? Ooh. You know, I'm just going to go there. I'm going to, you know, once they answer that question, I'm like, oh, it's good. Go in for the kill now. <sighs> Sniper. Can you move in? Can you keep a secret? And be like, yeah. So then I drop my little bomb, you know. And then drop they'll it. drop their little Dropping bomb. Dropping bombs. Boom. Like, oh, for real? Me too. One time, this boy, he sent me a picture of his bitch in high school. And he gonna say, oh, my bad. I didn't mean to send that to you. Now, come on. Come on now. That's the favorite line. So you always got to hit him with the oops, my bad. That was you got me for you. You got to make him, you got to make it seem like you got somebody on the other side. Like, oops, my bad. That wasn't meant for you. But the whole time while he's doing that, I'm talking to his friend. Oh, I'm going to slip on that one. next to each other in, um, I don't want to say what class it was. (laughs) But he sat behind me in one of my classes. And we, oh, I had talked about if school don't work out, I'm going to become a stripper. A porn star. Ooh. I said, I'm going to pull a Kim Kardashian and become a porn star. And so that was always the joke we had. So one night he hit me like, mm, I'm thinking about dropping out and becoming a porn star too. So I'm like, oh. Mm. And that started a whole relationship. Ooh. A whole relationship. Like, like it was just so, how can I say it? It's, I kind of did something at school. Like my first time... <gasps> Doing a dude was at school. Ooh, and child. I'm not going to say when. It could have been middle school. It could have been high school. But it was just mm-hmm. my first time was in school. And it just, child, it was a wonderful thing that now that I look back on, it should have never happened. Because oh boy was confused. Ooh. I wasn't. But, you know, giving your... You give your energy to someone who's confused, especially as a gay boy, it's very draining. Draining. Like, it just. Mentally and physically draining. Because you're trying to, like, you don't want to force him to be anything, but then you're like, like, come on, you're I'm trying to live my life freely. I'm trying to live my life. And and I can't carry around no closet behind me. Right. And, you know, for a while, I said, it's cool. You're, you know, you, I gave everybody a time limit, you know? If we're together, we talking or whatever. I can't be. You got two weeks to tell your people, or I'm out. Not two weeks. Nah, two weeks, my nigga. Two weeks is a little. Two weeks, my nigga. I give up. If you ready to get into a motherfucking relationship and take on the term and take on and no fuck on, uh, we know that's not two weeks. And once you take on that term, we're boyfriends. Oh, once you take on that term, and it's two. It's two weeks, my nigga. You got two weeks. I'm a little generous. I two give Two weeks. No fucking generous. You, we I'll been, give him We've been dating, talking for this cool, for however, however long we've been dating, dating, and talking. I'll right? Give him two months. Two months is enough. Hear me out. Let me hear We've been dating and talking for however long, right? You feeling me? I'm feeling you. You need to be thinking. Some, there needs to be some type of thought in the back of your mind that, like, I'm feeling him. He feeling me. Like, if this shit is going to go any further, if we're going to both talking about if we wanted to go further than what it is, you need to already put that thought in your mind that you're going to have to tell people. That you're going to have to be seen out with another man. Yeah, but here's the thing. I'm not talking about other people. I'm talking about more his family because the family is one of those things, like, like I said, it can be people have been, like, shunned from their family. Maybe he 
having a family, depending on the situation. That's why I give everybody two months because after two months, two months. we need to have a conversation. Either we can be really great friends so you find the courage to be yourself or... If we start dating and if I be your boyfriend and you haven't introduced me to your parent, your mom, and we like take on the term boyfriend, like I would like to meet somebody's boyfriend before like, I mean not their boyfriend, I would like to meet somebody's mother before like we take on the term boyfriend. But what if their mother is not as accepting or loving? Are you still willing to meet this mother? I mean, moms love me. I know, but you have to. You have to think. Moms love me, like even like the homophobic moms who like can't stand their gay children still love they me. They do. Yeah, I don't know really? what it is. I'm just, I just have that effect on moms. Like, you know what that's called? Gay magic. Hello, I know how to work a mom. Cause see, that was my fear, but like, I don't know. That was just high school, middle school. I, I mean, know. I just feel like I'm just like work. Like, We're grown. It's a difference. And I mean, like... In high school, yeah, I would have been like, okay, like, yeah. Now like, I'm in I would have, I would have put up I'm, with it. But I'm, I'm 21. Grown. I'm too grown for this shit. I'm a grown-ass man. I can't be motherfucking being torn around. Yeah, I just can't. I have too much self-respect for myself for that. Even though it's like, sometimes sneaking around. It's fun a little bit. Sne- I, not being in a relationship, but a sneaky link. Let me rephrase it. A sneaky link is fun. A sneaky relationship is not fun because... No relationship should be hidden because that's the issue. It's just it just adds so much but if work y'all just onto the relationship. Fucking, okay, it can be a little sneaky little. Yeah, just fucking, but relationship no. Tell somebody I need to meet your best friend. Yeah, if I can't meet your mama or your daddy, can I meet an auntie a that you're really close with? A cousin, a sibling, a brother, a sister. I need to meet somebody. Sometimes it may not be the parent, but I need to meet. somebody I need else some type close. of confirmation that this is like. Real, like, like I need the, some type of confirmation that this is really the, like. If I can meet we your mama, this, I would love to meet your grandma, cause niggas love their grandma. So grandmas, that one, I'm gonna step back on. Why? Cause I know grandmas is way older and they got way more. You know, they way older from older generation. Older the the older the parent, the worse are the grandparent. Not the worse for the grandparent, but just like an older the parent, they're like more closed minded. You know? Yeah. All right, y'all. We need to take a sip break and a motherfucking breather because a bitch is out of breath. We are getting into it, honey. We are spilling all the tea. Everybody, motherfucking, we have sipped, we have spilt. It is now time for y'all to refill. Okay, honey. Refill them glasses. Get refill a little more libation. Hello. So, Eden, mm-hmm. what has been your experience with dating in college? Entanglement. Ooh. Entanglement. Entanglement. A good entanglement. word to describe it. I feel like I. Because you agree. know. You know, Tony. I agree with the term entanglement. Dating in college is just an entanglement. Let me tell you, because you know, you were my roommate. So You were my roommate. I started, like, the first like couple of months of college. Oh, Lord, those was horrible. Bad mistake after bad mistake after <laughs> bad mistake. 
And one of them started a, a party we had our first day of college. Ooh, they were good mistakes, though. Like, yeah, but good, know. but now that I'm looking back... <laughs> You know, they were the <sighs> short-term solutions to a long-term, long-term problem. problem but girl. Child, let me tell you, it was worth it. Girl. But after that, I kind of like, I got into this weird entanglement. Two different weird entanglements. One was with somebody I met in college, and we just, it started out as a sneaky link, and it just... It ended up being like this whole. What is a sneaky link? You keep saying this motherfucker sneaky link every oh, time you, you say to sneaky. Get with the every time you know I'm old as shit. Every sneaky time you say sneaky like link, a, I think a of a hookup. motherfucking hot link. A hookup. Okay. A hookup is a sneaky link. You okay. Know, you, See, you I ain't never heard of that. Link up. Booty call. Yeah, but twenty twenty, the kids are calling it sneaky. Link. I am not a twenty twenty kid. I'm a grown ass man. I'm a twenty twenty. I'm a twenty twenty man. Period. But as I was singing, a sneaky link. And just from there, we just, it kept being a sneaky link and a sneaky link. But it's always a, oh, I have a girlfriend or I still like girls. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, yeah, but you don't like girls right now. So why should I care? Uh-huh. So <laughs> ain't no girl here right now. So let me do what I'm doing. Let's do what we do. And you can figure that out later. So. From there, it just kept I going. like you and I'm gonna fuck about your girlfriend. Come on, Leslie. But it just it kept going, so we just it was a thing. We did. An entanglement. Regularly. <laughs> and it kept going on even after I left the school. It, it kept going on. It's it just happened about a month ago the last time. Ooh. Maybe a month and a half. Okay, so 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 it happened what? Freshman year. Yes, and it's still and it's still going on. Uh, what what is that? Four years later, three and a half. Oh, child entangled. And we uh, Ooh, y'all tangled up. I block him, then I unblock him, then we cool. Then that's one of them sailor knots. Yeah, and then it's like right now. I think he, he probably mad at me. I don't. I don't know. I don't ever know. Mm. And that was just one. And then I'm not even going to talk about the countless. I don't want to say that. That makes me sound like a whole. But the countless hookups that I—it's okay. I, I told you we don't buy here. We don't judge that I had here. In college, um, those are just like I was having fun. I'm I'm not even gonna lie. One day I might have had a little too much fun. Ooh. So my roommate left for the weekend, and I kind of said, you know what? I'm gonna have me a little fun. So I went to the handy dandy app. Ooh. I'm not gonna give it any promotion. Oh, period. We don't do no free promotion over I went here. To a handy app, app, you know what the fuck you are. You know exactly. Hit, the, hit a bitch up. Hit a bitch up. Okay. So I hit the app and I met someone and it was like, okay, this is cool. And I was like, I like this. It was different because he was Asian. Mm. Asian persuasion. And I was like, I had been with one before, but I'm like. Let me make sure the myth ain't true. I just want to make sure. So I'm like, one is one is one thing, but more than one, two of them, okay, it's not true. So this one, I met very secretive. Like we were meeting Black like hat, like streets. Like I would meet him on dark streets, and he would come to my room when my roommate wasn't there. Like. Ooh. In the parking garage, like we were doing it everywhere. Them hookups when your roommate not there. Ooh, 
because somebody did yeah. it in my bed. Yeah. I did not do it in your bed. I was just teasing someone on your bed, okay? I did not do it in your bed. I repeat, I did not do it in your bed. I don't know how many times I have to say it. I am not that trifling, okay? You Thank were you. teasing. Teasing. And what is that? Clothes were still, most of the clothes were foreplay. still. Mo- no, there was no foreplay. There was no foreplay done in your bed. I can tell you exactly what I was doing. Oh, yeah. He was laid out on your bed, uh-huh. and I was sitting on top of him, uh-huh. and that was it. Mm. Okay. Don't ever play a bitch. I ain't that trifling. But I got some as I was saying, those when your roommate is gone, it's different. So this is a whole nother. Here we go. Another entanglement with another. Because in my mind, I'm hopeful. I'm like, okay, maybe this one might work out. You know, we might start out as an entanglement and. I, this may be the one. But come to find out, he's another one. Oop. They're all the same in my book. Uh, <clears throat> if they're not ready to come out, they're not ready to commit. It's one or the other. Maybe that, maybe I'm wrong, but that's just from my experience. I think I've, I just think I've always hit somebody who isn't ready to commit. I'm ready for somebody to put a ring on it. See, I think I'm at the mix of both because I still like. You know, I like a little rug and tough, a little, I like the whole little, you know, what I grew up around. I like a good hood nigga, but good hood niggas aren't ready to. I like a good, I want to, it's my dream to have like, to be like a cartel, like husband, like I want somebody in the cartel. (laughs) I would love it. You already know that's very scary, but I'm here for it, but I'll be like a hood, I'll be the trap king. Not a trap queen, but a trap king. I'm ready to hold it down, but <laughs> if the feds come, just know I'm going to start crying. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. I'm yeah. like, well, we broke up this morning. I don't know nothing. I don't, I'm out of here. Hasta luego. Sayonara. First of all. But being that I like that kind of hard, like, they're either, I found some who are out, but they're not ready to commit. Then I find some who aren't out. They want to come in, but I don't want to be nobody's secret. I want to be like, I want to go out to the store together. Let's go to the mall together. Right. Can we go to the grocery store and sing a song together while the song is playing on the intercom? Right. Like, I want to do all that. Let's go to Sam's Club because I really love a good deal from Sam's Club. And then I really want to get married, too. Like, because the whole... Period. I would like to get married. So I can say my husband... Just know that my wedding is going to be motherfucking bomb as fuck, elegant as shit. And if you don't come in motherfucking dress code, just know you ain't getting in, period. Mine, I just want mine to be beautiful, probably at a farm now that I'm getting older. I used to want it at a beach. Now I want like a farm, like a forest woodsy wedding. I don't need no dirt getting in my train. I'm going to have to rent out a stadium for mine. See, I just want something. I want simple but elegant. Nah, I want extra extravaganza, best wedding you ever been to, and that's why I need to find the right one because this wedding is gonna be expensive as shit. I only want to get married once, and I'm not doing it twice. So if you motherfucking run out, you try to run out on me, bitch. Nah, bitch. After I pay, put money down on this shit, bitch. The only way out of this shit is in a body bag. Listen, Hurry. a body bag, yes, but I just, I want to have the big, you know, wedding, even though I feel like I want to tell my whole family, like, I'm really gay, like, the day of my wedding, like, I want that to be the surprise. 
I'm not going to say anything on the invitation, but you're invited to Elijah's wedding. And then just boom, like just just to have a, and I'm going to have it recorded too. I'm going to have camera crew uh-huh. to get it on everybody's face. Like I want that to be the big surprise. And you can sell it to like one of these subscription services, like one of these streaming services. I think that would be I'm gonna take it to TV. I'm gonna take it right to Oprah, VH1. This is this would be messy. Good cable TV. Because let me tell you, like there you go. Your questions have been answered. Ding ding ding. But you know, I feel like they may ruin the day just a little bit because somebody somebody is gonna say something. Now, while we talking about weddings, let's say this. I always fear that when I get married, when they say, if there's anybody who objects, I always feel like somebody, when I say somebody, my mama, <laughs> is going to be the one to say, I object, and I'm going to have to kick her off the wedding. But I can see your mom saying, I object. Like, I always, that's my biggest fear. Somebody's going to say it at my wedding, because I wanted to say it at my mama's wedding. I would like to say it at somebody's wedding, just to be messy. I, I think I'm going to just, like, the next wedding I see, like, that's just happening, I'm going to walk in and say... I object. Have everybody look at me and then I'm going to walk out. If somebody say I object at my wedding, I think everybody already knows how I'm going to react. I'm going to curse your ass motherfucking out in my bomb ass motherfucking suit with my long ass 20 feet motherfucking (laughs) train on it. I'm going to curse your ass out. All I'm going to say is security. You better get it before I do. Shit. Security don't have to hit me. Child. Well, I'm... That's why I need a partner now. Because, like, I have all of this planned out already. Like, I need someone who's ready to... Can we make this happen? Because it's like... What you got to be ready for the ride. Yeah, like... And shit, let's start this right now. I don't want to start this right when I'm 30. When my bones hurt more. <laughs> more than they already do now. Hell me, my bones hurt. So it's like... I need, like, someone who's ready to be out and ready to commit. Like, period. And it's just, it's hard to find that because everybody's so like. Especially in this quarantine because the only place you got to look is all the hookup apps and I'm not doing no motherfucking promotion until I'm getting motherfucking paid for it. So, all the little hookup apps is the wrong place to be looking for Let's just talk about how they're bullshit. They're very bullshit. Garbage. I think I've used everyone there is. I have. From, I even use one for just black people. And come to find out, number one, it ain't just black people. Well, duh, it's never going to just be that part. Like, it's never just going to be. Like, how, how are they going to stop people from getting on there? I don't know. But it's like, oh, you can't get on there because you're not black. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what I expected, but I didn't expect that. But I've been on all of them, and they all are the same thing. Either, like, they're, like, hella thirsty and they just want to fuck, which... Don't get me wrong. And that's a, like, I want to say a good, like, 95% of the people on the internet. But I love fucking butts. (laughs) I don't want to do that with random people all the time. Like, can can I just fuck one person? Been there, done that, over it. Like, I just want to fuck one person and be happy with it. Like, yeah, like, people be like, well, you get tired of your partner's, you know, dick or ass. Listen. I don't care if I get tired of. Guess what? At least I got one to go home to. Right. We could try some weird new freaky things out, but that's it. I'm going to get this man and I'm going to keep him. I don't want... No. And then I see people who are like in relationships and married already. I'll be like, how? 
When? Why you? I'm sorry. Like, I mean, that's just how the cookie crumble is. Just not our time. You a new gay? I've been gay forever. And why am I just now? Why don't I have one? Is it the new gay set? Like, what is it? I don't know what it is, but we've been on the market for a very long time. Too long. Too long. So I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Someone who was just coming out, fresh out on the market, fresh meat, what advice would you give them? Oh. The picture you have in your head, whatever you're imagining and that you want, keep that. Just know that that's not going to happen right away. Especially in today's society. Like, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. Like, yeah, we all want to get married. We want to find a one, but don't rush it because some days even I beat myself up for it. And Hurry. it's like, don't rush it because then you'll end up beating yourself up for it after you've been out for a year now and you don't have nobody. Because just in general, the the gay community is a hard community. Period. Even for friends, which I tell, hell, I even tell my mom, like, it's hard, like, to find gay friends yes, that aren't is. trying to fuck you or hello are jealous of you. Speak on so, it. And I'm not going to lie. I used to be one of those gay friends who used to be trying to fuck me. I've done we, it a couple of times, but... I've done it a couple of times, but I, don't I, I can say, like, you, are, mature, a friend, like, you are a great now. gay friend. Like, well, thank you. You're a great gay friend, too. You. you don't come across good great friends. Right. So it's hard to find ones that, you know, that are genuine and then just... So, as far as friends expect that, you know, some may try to fuck you. <laughs> some may try to use you. Period. But, and then you'll, you just have to weed through all the bad to get to the good. That's why I'm hopeful, like. Some may try to use you to fuck somebody you know. Right. Which, and I've also, done that. be ready for other gay people knowing somebody you fucked or being friends. Because, right. listen, the gay community is small. Man, I know small. at least three people that. I've slept with the same person. Because there's not that many to pick from, especially in LA. Man. Like, some of y'all get around. And I'm not going to lie, because I was one who got around at a point in time before quarantine. But, you know. I don't think I got around. I had a lot of fun. I'm not even going to lie. I've had a lot of fun. I mean, I took a trip, uh, a trip on the merry-go-round, but I haven't gotten around. I've been around the block, as they would say. And just, you know, knowing things, knowing things differently, because I was just like, listen, I got to, if I'm going to find the one, I mean, I got to go through the bad one, so I might as well. Period. You got to pick them out. Right. So why say no? We're not going to say yes and X this one out. (laughs) And which makes my list shorter, which means I'm getting closer and closer. Was that person. closer to finding the one? But I feel like when I do find the one, I'm gonna be very skeptical of it. I'm not oh, gonna yes. believe like this is the one that's like I'm walking down the aisle. And I hate to say this, and I hate to make the new gays paranoid, but be skeptical because everybody ain't your friend. No, ma'am. There's a lot of people out here who be impersonating and who be just who don't have your best intentions at heart and they will fuck your life up or they will fuck you over or they will put you in danger. So I would always say I have your guard up and always be ready to kick a bitch, hit a bitch, rule number, a bitch, a motherfucking rule number two one piece. Being in this life means you have to carry a weapon with you. 
Period. Something heavy, whether it's your iPhone. Make sure you have a key ring. Oh, iPhone is a web. Look, you hit your, hit the corner of your phone on your hand. I'm not doing that to hurt my motherfucking arthritis. But this is a good, <laughs> a good weapon if you don't have nothing else. Your keys, because guess what? You take the key part. Let me give y'all a lesson. You take the key part and you mm. go for the eyeball. Mm. So that way it stops them in a track. You heard it here first. Like you go for the eyeballs. And then I carry a pen. Mm. One time I went to meet a guy in a hotel. Ooh, fancy. And fancy. We were going to smoke weed. So I'm like, oh, I'll bring my stuff to roll up. Right? Period. I always bring my do own not, weed. Do not, new gays, do not, do not partake. Unless you know this person. Right. I mean, you have to You've been chilling with this person, but... Even they always keep B-Y-L-B, B-Y-L-W. But I bring my own stuff, so in my box that I have my marijuana in, I have my weed, I have... Box, you fancy shit. I, I have, just put my shit in my pocket. I have like my weed, nigga. I have my blunt, I have my lighter. Guess what else I have, though? Yeah. I had a knife. Stab a stab. Just because I'm like, I'm in a hotel room. I need to make sure there ain't nobody else in here. Hurry. He got somebody hiding under the bed, in the closet, in the bathroom. So, you know me, when I first came in, I said, I want to use the bathroom just to <laughs> check things out. Then I'm like, as I'm getting high, I'm like, I'm walking around like, oh, is there some scissors in here? I'm just trying to make sure, you know, I get all my little ducks knocked off. <laughs> so, I'm like, looking. I'm like, okay, it's cool. We ended, we didn't have sex, but we smoked. But it was like, still, you always have to be keep an eye out because... Some people are dangerous out here. They're crazy. Very dangerous. And the stories are true that you hear. I'm not even gonna lie. Very true. They do. They do kill us. They do beat us up. So you need to be ready. I take a little taekwondo class, self defense class, if you need to. If you don't know how to protect yourself, but be ready in case of an emergency. Don't be afraid to tuck and roll out of a car. Listen, you may have to. You may, absolutely may have to because you may feel a bad vibe. But and let me tell you what else. Keep your location on with your friends. Period. And even if you can, keep one on with somebody in your family. Like, mm-hmm. my cousin has mine and Tony has mine. Like, he got mine. I got like, shit, I, I think I got like 10 people who got mine. Yeah, you have to just to be on the safe side. Because mm-hmm. what you think may be all nice and sweet and kind of candy will really turn into a trip from hell. Period. And that's that on that. Period. Okay. Oh, this was such a lovely chat. I had so much fun. We got so much. You gotta toast to the end of us. To the end of us making it through this. I didn't think we were gonna make it. Clink, clink. Clink, clink. And I didn't have to drink any hard liquor through this. Period. I hope y'all have been sipping through this chat and enjoying it. And if you have been sipping, don't drive nowhere because. Period. Don't drink and drive, child, because it's not safe for here, okay? Especially in the middle of the world, and it's holiday season. Hello, because you know they got the motherfucking... Popo. Uh, the popos be motherfucking lurking. You know they gonna start doing the motherfucking... What is them? Stop uh, and frisk is... What is them? Stop and frisk. Oh, what are, what is shit? It, uh, I'm blanking. Not DUI. DUI check. Yes, where they put all the cones in the check street. Stop. Checkpoint. Checkpoint. They're going to start doing the checkpoints, y'all. You know it's holiday season. So make sure y'all watch y'all motherfucking back. Make sure y'all always wear a condom because you can't be out here fucking raw because that's nasty. Because you can't take back no disease. That's nasty. And I hope y'all have a good rest of y'all. Day, evening, night, morning, whatever yeah, time you listen listening to from. this shit. And I'll see y'all on the next episode of Motherfucking Tea Time with Tony. Y'all have a good one. Sip, sip, bitches.